Welcome to the End Times Chat. Our passion is found in the words of Jesus. There will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. People will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming on the world, for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Each week, you will hear news from around the world that will urge you to wake up to these events to make you knowledgeable about what the Bible says about them. Join GJ and Dan in the conversation. Good morning, GJ. Or is it afternoon for you? I think it's afternoon. It's afternoon. It's afternoon. All right. So, okay. Before we start anything at all, you need to tell us where in the world are you? Well, I'm by an exit sign preparing for the rapture. Come on, somebody. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm a Chicago O'Hare. Oh, man. I mean, you've been a traveling, uh, traveling man recently. So last week, Dallas, which we'll talk about because you and I were there. Yeah. This week, I'm in Chicago. Next week, I'll be in my hometown. So maybe we'll bring on my mom and my sister just because I'll be with them. Um, and then the following week, uh, who knows where I'll be. It would be nice to be at home. <laughs> I guess so. Oh man, so, it was a great it was a great week last week though, because you and I got a chance to be in person. We got to hang out, we got to do a show, we had somebody hijack the show. Um shout out to Betsy. Come on, Betsy. <laughs> so glad to have you on. You, just, you know what? If you I have her text message, maybe I should send her the link and see if she can pop in sometime today. Yeah, that'd be great. So a couple of things. Um I just gotta get get it out there. Is that Dan okay. has a new Dan has a new job. He is now a Prius Uber driver <laughs> in the state of Texas. So when he's in Texas, he's driving a Prius. That's all I'm going to say about that. I told him I would say about it on Monday, and then I'm going to. Okay, well, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I thought wait, wait. I thought everything was bigger in Texas, and they give me a Prius. Because you love Priuses. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> that is here's, here's the here's the the other thing about this is that I looked up the word Prius right. in other in other languages. Here's what the word is. Here's what the word is in Germany. Prius. Here's what the word is in Spanish. Prius. Prius. <laughs> here's what the word in Arabic. Prius. <laughs> I was trying to come up with another name. <laughs> So, well, anyway. I don't know. Just, we'll just call it. We'll just call it a tin can that has a battery and an engine. That's all we're going to call it. So, so the blessing is, he rented a car. It was a Prius. He drove us everywhere. We got there safe. I'm still in therapy though, but we got there safe. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about the Prius. Oh my gosh! Hey, well, before we get started, man, I um. There, we have a special guest today, and hopefully, internet's going to be stable for my friend that's coming on. But you met you met him first, and then somehow I met him, so we, we invited him on today. He is from Nigeria. He's a pastor from Nigeria. He's got a radio show, which he'll tell us a little bit about a little bit later. We're going to pop him into the broadcast in about 
25, 30 minutes. So anybody that's watching from Nigeria, he asked me to let you know, don't worry, he's coming on, he's going to be on. We just had to shift some things because GJ is traveling and he's got to hop on an airplane in the next couple of minutes. We want to make sure we got all of our content in before we have our special guest pop in. So uh, stay tuned. Stay tuned. So, so we also owe our audience apology because we did our show live last week. Then we yes. said, then we said we might do go live over the next two days. We Keyword was might. Keyword was might. Was might. <laughs> we did not, and here's why. From the time we got up to the time we went to bed, <laughs> there was something going on. So we were at that conference, and two things <clears throat> happened: is we're in meetings. We're, and Dan was on the show. He's on the Woman of Faith show, Lee Reynolds. Come on. Um, so he, 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 he's a superstar now. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, we just didn't have the time or the bandwidth. So we apologize for this. But we got to spend a lot of time together in word, in prayer. And uh, the crazy thing about this. So our guest... Um, Ohaka. It's Pastor Uche. I'm a Ohaka. All right. So Pastor Ohaka, I met him. Dan met him. Dan is sitting next to him later, and I was already gone from Dallas. And he's like, "Yeah, uh, I'd love to connect with you." So he's saying this to Dan. Next thing you know, Dan gives him <laughs> Facebook connection because that's what he asked for. Oh my gosh. You and GJ. He never put two and two together that we were Dan and GJ of this show. And here he oh, is. Tonight. It's GJ and Dan. It's GJ and Dan, just for clarification's sake. <laughs> what did I say? You said Dan and GJ. You flipped it. I mean, you're putting me first when you're really first on the show. Well, I'm putting you first because you're first. You're smarter than I am. And oh, by the way, my list might be longer than yours today. I do have something. I can't say I got nothing because I got a lot. A lot of things that make you go. Mm. <laughs> so what's amazing is he's from Nigeria and he watches our show. I know. I'm can I, blown away. Can I get an amen? Amen. And if, if I'm shaking every now and then, it's not because I'm in a tremor. It's because I'm holding my phone at the airport by an exit. Hey, but that's how dedicated we are to the show. I mean, we will make it happen no matter where we are. And that's the beauty of technology. And so glad for it. And so far, so good. We're hanging in there on Facebook and YouTube. But we are definitely looking for a new platform. And we're praying about what God's going to have us do with that. So everybody can yeah. be in prayer with us on that. Yeah, and I want to bring our sponsor. We're sponsored by Jesus. Jesus. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he sponsored us from the very beginning. We should have been saying that from the very beginning. I know. What, what, what were we thinking? I just I came know. up with that. I just came up with that, by the way. Well, you know, the Holy Spirit has a way of doing things. <laughs> so, okay. Here, we got some earth news. We got we to gotta hop to it because we only have a short amount of time with you. And then we want to get our special guest, Pastor Ruche, on. So, do you have any earth news? Because you said you had two categories of stuff. Well, everything can be under the categories that they normally would be, or they could be things that go, hmm. And most of them go under things that go, hmm. Mm -hmm. Even if it's wars and rumors of wars. The only one I have for the earth news 
is uh, I'm still blown away by the people standing up next to the sinkhole and the <laughs> volcano. That just I, blows my mind. So I, I don't know how we top that. That is. I actually I have know. two. I actually have two. Okay, go for it. And I know this is one of yours. Where the rare tornado sweeps through the villages of Europe. It's from the Czech Republic. That's not mine. Actually, I saw that, but I had too many other ones to put in there. So there you go. So a place that never gets a tornado is getting a tornado or got a tornado. The other one is, and you may have seen this with Jimmy Evans, the Wormwood asteroid. Yes, I, that is very interesting that they're going to call it that. Yeah, yeah. so we need to do more due diligence on why they're calling it. I don't know that. The thing that I find interesting is supposed to hit in 2029. So it's asteroid. So if you think about if we're in a two-minute warning, and which means Jesus could come back at any time, we know that if you go to Revelations, how everything ends, the earth is destroyed. What better way to have a destruction than a big old asteroid hit the earth? Now, they're saying it's going to miss us, but all the scientists are really saying it's going to hit us. They're just trying to act like it's not so it doesn't create a panic. And it's going to be so close that actually particles of it will come and hit us and shower, which also lines up with what the book of Revelation talks about, where the earth, where things are, the stars are falling onto the earth. Well, things not just that. Go. Hmm. Mm. Not, not just that, but John in the book of uh, Revelation talks about mountains. A mountain falling from the sky, a fiery mountain falling from the sky, for a paraphrase. But and also, just remember, we mentioned this to our viewers a few months ago that NASA, which is the uh, our national space agency here, is testing a rocket that will take a payload into space and and somehow have a dual asteroid uh, destruction. So that's being tested in November. They're testing that this November. So a little bit obscure things you find, little emails from, from Air Force bases around the country. Um, so what I have a couple, most of mine actually are animal situations. So because, you know, you talk about the plagues of Egypt that happened before the Israelites were released from Egypt. There, there are some interesting things happening around the world. First of all, California, where I live, is having a new, like I said it today on the news, a new rattlesnake infestation. Which oh I'm saying, lives in California. Beware! Watch out where you're going. Look, look under the rocks. Uh, yes, but it, here's the thing, though. It reminded me of Numbers chapter 21, where the Israelites started to complain about where God had that God had brought them out of Egypt from the comfort of their own home, and here they are. And then He sends poisonous snakes to start striking, and some of the Israelites are being killed. So Moses was instructed by God to put up a brass snake and every time they would be bitten they'd look at that and they would that would not die but literally that's it's starting to become one of those things in california where they're saying there's a new rattlesnake infestation they don't normally call it that so one of my puppies is getting a rattlesnake shot today i'm just gonna say he's she's gonna whoa. get a little shot today whoa you mean the jab uh no this is not this is not the mm, shot <laughs> this is this is a uh, a puppy. Okay. Next topic. Next topic. So there's a me the, you know the mega drought here in the West Coast, 
Right now, they're now saying it's now 89% of the Western United States is in a mega drought uh, or extreme drought conditions. And it has brought this, and they're calling it a grasshopper plague to some areas of the Western part of the United States. And I can tell you right now that our, our backyard, I've seen an inordinate amount of grasshoppers recently. It hasn't been kind of coming up on the house and it's laying everywhere, but yeah, grasshoppers are pretty much taking taking the West Coast by storm. And then remember that, remember we talked about Australia a few months back where they were having, and I showed that video of all the mice in the rural communities. Believe it or not, that infestation of, of mice, that mouth plague, has actually gotten even worse for some of the rural areas of Australia. I mean, if that video I showed was insane with the amount of rats and mice, but they're literally overtaking certain areas. So, uh, and then, and then I, I don't even have time to mention, GJ, the massive hailstorms, the heat waves, the earthquakes, the volcanoes, the waters and food shortages. I mean, we don't even have time to mention all that today. So, so before we go further, so for those that are new, so we talk about the signs. Some of these might be directly prophecy signs. Some may be precursors to signs that are prophecy. The one thing that is very clear, there's a lot of weirdness going on around the world, whether it's weather, whether it's animals, which you love talking about all the dead animals and the crazy animals. And, and then we've had the cicadas, we've had, we've had birds, the influx of birds, we've had snakes now, we've had the mice, we've had the grasshoppers. What about the frogs? Uh, we've had some frogs. <laughs> so a lot of hopping going on. A lot. <laughs> so, so, I mean, so think about it. And, and all these things are being talked about in mainstream. This isn't like where you got to go dig, dig, dig. Like, well, maybe. This is like main topics in, in different circles. So there's a clue. Follow the clues. There's your sign. All the clues. And then some of the other clues, by the way, wars and rumors, of course. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are we not moving on? you have another one? What about the birds with the eyes and the pussy eyes? And they're just dying. Wait, no, I haven't heard about that one. Oh, my gosh. I actually got one that you don't have. What the heck? <laughs> You're getting good at this. <laughs> what the heck? Yeah, well, my competitive side is coming out. <laughs> Uh, Where is this? Where is this? I'm looking. I'm looking. My list is not really organized because I did it on the run. On the run. Uh, where is it? I don't know, but there's these birds and they their eyes. And it says, don't look at the eyes, which I don't know why. But they're all like, eyes are like all brought it out and the pus is coming out from the birds. So, I wonder if it's some kind of uh, virus or disease. The bird. Well, we all know that the bird who, I mean, the, the avian flu or the bird flu uh, went, ran rampant several years ago in this country and many countries around the world. And um, so we all have to keep an eye on what's happening with some of those birds out there because it could potentially be something that crosses over uh into into the into people so man i did not yeah, have I that one find, that's all right i can't find it yeah well uh, if you find it if you find it interject 
But wars and rumors of wars. So we got to keep ourselves moving here. We got to be disciplined today. I got a bunch <laughs> of those. Uh, well, let me just, I, I have three. Let me just start off with one and we'll kind of bounce back and forth and see if we get each other's, um, each other's news. But you know, the United States this past weekend performed airstrikes on Iran-backed militia group. And if you remember, GJ, we mentioned this last week, that there were militia groups in Iraq and some in Syria that were awaiting Iran's orders to attack Israel. So the United States has, has, has dropped airstrikes on some of those militia groups in Iraq and Syria. And uh, I don't know what that means about the current administration, what's happening there, or if the current administration is the current administration. Just saying. But they're, uh, def that's definitely something to keep an eye on. I know. Don't give me the look. Go ahead. What's your next one? What's your next one? <laughs> I had that one. Uh, right. Taiwan, Taiwan's foreign minister says, we need to prepare for military conflict with China. So what's happened is the Chinese, they didn't invade their airspace this time, which they've done, which we've talked about, but they've actually shown an uh, elevated number of uh, planes that are flying, testing, testing. Mm -hmm. They had 28 Chinese warplanes, fighter planes, bombers that went right next to the Thai Taiwanese airspace. So Taiwan's saying we got to prepare for war. Well, not just Taiwan preparing for war, but here's, you probably have this one too, but China warned the U.S. this past week. They sent a warning to the U.S. saying you need to sever all military ties with Taiwan or face war with us. So they are now so boldly threatening the United States and uh, Taiwan that they are going to do something, are going to invade. They're saying, United States, stay away. This is our deal. So wars and rumors of wars. Jesus said that, Matthew chapter 24, verses 4 through 8. So well, it's definitely elevating. It's elevating. And it's like, okay, I'm talking to you. You're talking to that person. That person, that country's talking to us. It's like all these different countries are talking smack to each other. Like, so what does that mean? It's elevating. And all it takes is one trigger. And we know what happens. That's it. Just one. So um, do you have, what's your next one? I have one more after this. U.S. warplanes fly first combat missions off a of foreign aircraft carrier since World War II. So the first time the U.S. has actually flown off another, which is the British aircraft carrier. <clears throat> it's the first time they ever did anything. They're calling it a combat exercise. But is it? Mm -hmm. And they're preparing against ISIS. Are they? And, oh, they're coming back? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? That's all I'm going to say. I just yeah. think that's very Th Things that make you go, hmm. Well, in Lebanon... There, uh, I just saw a picture this morning, and I was checking this out. Um, there are Palestinian scouts. So these are uh, people from Palestine heading up to Lebanon, scouting things out. And the picture showed, because instead of a salute, they're actually doing the Heil Hitler move in allegiance to Palestine. And so it looks like they're starting to develop their, a kind of way of doing things where they're literally... Uh, doing the same thing the Third Reich did back in, back. speaking of World War II, back in World War II with Germany. So 
I don't know. I think I need to do a little research about that particular Heil Hitler sign that they do where they stick their kind of arm at an angle facing the the leader. I think there's something to that. And I'm just going to, I want to do a little digging on that because there might be something satanic. Yeah. Demonic with that particular move. So uh, it's just really interesting to me. I'm going to check that out. So do you have any other ones for that one? Cause oh, I'm, oh, oh yeah. I'm not done. Oh yeah. All right, man. It's all you. I'm going to, I'll right. see you later. <laughs> well, I'm getting kicked off here shortly. I know. I go got, for it, man. Some massive exercise in black sea with us comes after russia warning so the rush russia has warned us and uk not to tempt fate in the black sea so basically russia's saying stay away i'm what stay away i'm watching you if you do something i'm coming at you so now we got china we got russia we got iran taiwan who's next i'm not uh, done I'm, I'm not done china this is the this is the heading. Why, why balloons strapped to explosives are the latest flashpoint in Israel Hamas tensions. I okay. I who thinks of strapping bombs to balloons? I don't know, but I'm not gonna say no more about it. Yeah, and I'm at an airport, so I'm not gonna say anymore. Oh yeah, you can't say bomber on an airplane. Um <clears throat> That's not a good thing to say. <laughs> no. All right. So, and then next one, Iran nuclear power plant in Bashir undergoes emergency shutdown. Why? And it's been down for weeks. Like they, they're slating it's going to be down for weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, that, so there's something there. All right. The U.S. Navy releases a 40K pound. You can say it. Uh, well, they call it the Mo, a Moab, a mother of all bombs. And they, they literally dropped it off the coast of Florida. It was one of the most impressive water explosions I have ever seen in my entire life. But one wonders, was it, a, was it literally a test? Why would, why would they literally blow up maybe what, a couple million dollars for a bomb as a test? Like, why would that be a test? Wars and rumors of wars. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, 3.9 earthquake. Yeah, register 3.9 on a Richter scale. That one bomb. Yeah. It's great to have all these people from Nigeria popping on, by the way. I'm seeing them pop on left and right. So, man, thank you so much, Pastor Uche, for putting the word out. And don't worry, Pastor Uche will be joining us in about 10 to 15 minutes. So hold on tight. Keep on watching. Anyway, back to you, GJ. All right. So this one... I don't know if it's under a war, but I think we should put it there. But it's also things that make a And there's two parts to this. This is the title. The government's big UFO report. So there's a nine-page report coming out about UFOs. Why all of a sudden are we hearing about this? Here's why. This is, this is what I truly believe. Because when Jesus raptures the church... Yeah, I got people watching me. Everybody, this is going to be the new move. No, yeah. this is GJ's new move. We need when to have Jesus, a T-shirt. When Jesus raptures us. All right, get back on the screen. <laughs> when he raptures us, they're, right. they're going to use alien abduction as a storyline. Yep. <clears throat> I agree. 
I believe there are some weird things that people see in sight, but what government stuff is going on behind the scenes that we'll never know about? That's number one. Number two, those are questions to ask. Number two is, <clears throat> there is a spiritual force, both good and bad. So yeah. it could be an angel, it could be a demonic force, don't know. Things that make it go. Mm. That's actually my first one because and a little bit more about that. They, that nine-page report talks about 144 different UFO sightings. Only one of them they could explain. 143 they put into that other category, which they could not explain what they were, where they came from. Meaning, and by the way, these are all military sightings. These weren't reports coming in from people. These are actual military pilots and military uh, uh, men and women that have reported that they've seen something that they cannot explain. Right. And um, so that's what makes that extremely interesting and, uh, and something that makes me go, what? <laughs> <laughs> I got you on that one. <laughs> I got you on that one. That did, and that was good. But let's take it one step further. Okay. UFO religion on the rise. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, so I'm like, are you serious? Are you it's serious? like worshiping things in the sky other than worshiping the creator. That you can't even quantify. At least with Jesus and God is quantified. Oh, yeah. by the way, I know because of our sponsor. Sponsored in full by Jesus. <laughs> the Holy Bible. The Holy Bible. All right. So <laughs> I have one more. I don't know where to classify this. All right. Go for it. So we're talking about end times, the mark of the beast. All right. There's precursors. I think we can talk about a lot. But it's over the last 18 months that have come out that like, mm, that could be it. You know, that technology. So now... There's a beauty salon, a beauty salon in Dubai that is giving new meaning to the phrase chipped nails. They're chipped nails. They're taking and they're at, putting a microchip on the nail. And the nail can, can be utilized to uh, embed different contact information, financial information, social information, website information. And so far, they've shipped 500 people in manicures. Things That's like that make you go. That also that goes in several categories, though. I mean, we have. Speaking of speaking of the what you're talking about, potentially the mark of the beast. Like we're not saying that's what it is, but that's a precursor. Yeah. The, the in Netflix. And there's a Netflix cartoon that, that they've they've produced and they put out on Netflix for people to watch. And it's a flash, it's a flash on the cartoon. But this woman is at a cash register and there's a box on the counter, and this guy has a scanner machine, and this is what she does. She holds up her wrist, her right wrist. I don't I didn't get a chance, I didn't want to uh, breach any copyright, so I didn't pop it up on the screen so we wouldn't get taken down. But this Netflix cartoon, just a flash. So it's a it's in preparation in people's minds. You have to understand, the enemy is the great deceiver. The devil is the great is the father of lies, and he will prep our minds and try to attack our minds to prep us and desensitize us to what might be happening 
in the future with the tribulation period. So, just a, I mean, it was an interesting little flash in the pan, but it made me think about exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, so part of what we're, we're doing each week is to make you think, or at least go and check it out for yourself, or like, hey, this this is something we need to be paying attention to, because things happen so subtly. That's why I say that's, things don't happen like in a major shift. When there's a major shift, and people go, oh my gosh. Now, we, we had some of the last 18 months, but with technology, it's usually a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. It's a benefit. You know, makes it easier, makes it faster, makes it more secure, blah, blah, blah. But is it? So That's right. So I challenge anyone that's watching, just go check out yourself. Oh, by the way, back to the birds. Okay. The U.S. Geological Survey began noting cases of sick and dying birds with ice welling, discharge, and neurological signs. That's all I'm saying. Okay. There you so that, there, there it is. U.S. Geological Survey. Man, well, <laughs> let me stay on. Let me stay on that whole um, Netflix thing I was just talking about because you know my wife and I we actually canceled our subscription quite a while ago, and it was based off that one movie where the little girls were being put into very provocative positions and a dance that she was a dance teacher and it just extremely disturbing. So my wife and I said, you know what, any, I, we, we just can't, I mean, we left the decision up for everybody else to make their own decision, but we said, we just can't, but they continue, this company continues to do the same thing, but different with different, different areas. So now they've come out with a show and it's a dating reality show that they call sexy beasts. So parents, if there are kids in the, in the audience listening to this, please take the time to explain them. It's going to give you this precursor. What I'm about to say may be sensitive to younger viewers. So this particular show has people, <laughs> you're not a younger viewer. You're far from a younger viewer. <laughs> Whoa, that, 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 hurts. that hurts. That's okay. I am too. And so is our that guest. Hurts. Oh my goodness. There that goes. hurts. That hurts. So. What they're doing is, is that these singles are putting on prosthetics and costumes that many of them look like demonic beasts. And they are trying to uh, find people to date on this dating reality show. Well, they call them transhumanistic beasts is what they call them. So somebody that has a human body, right? A human that does something with a prosthetic that makes them look like they're, they're a beast of some kind. Well, Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah... So it will be in the end times. Well, what happened in the days of Noah? And you can, everybody can look this up in, in numbers. It said, not numbers, in Genesis, excuse me. In Genesis, it says that the so demons literally would come, you know, make themselves known. They would sleep with the daughters of men. They would sleep with people. And they would, they created this giant, this race of giants, as they called them. So I know it sounds really crazy. It sounds like a really crazy story, but it's in the Bible. So this kind of was a picture of that. And it makes me think, man, and as the days of Noah, which people were evil, they were murderers, they were liars, they were uh, sexually immoral. I mean, everything that you can think of that's happening now happened during the days of Noah before Noah was uh, saved in the ark and his family. So I, I don't know how much time you have left, man, but I want to make sure you get in some of the other last ones you have before you got to go. And then we're going to bring our special guest on. Well, well before we go there, you know, as I've shared over and over, I've been reading the Old Testament. 
the Old Testament is like, oh my gosh, that's happening today. So you even go back to Genesis, like you said, Genesis, which is the first book in the Bible. And by the way, Genesis 3, my dad's Bible. God is in God control. <laughs> I love it. He wrote that on it. So I was like, oh, no kidding. Whew, good job, Dad. Um, so these signs are happening. So it's happening. Are you going to pay attention? Now, obviously, you're on the show. You're watching. You're listening. You're paying attention. But God bless you. So continue to dive in. Don't just take it for granted. That's the thing. You know, we, we go into an hour, and every week we find something that's like, oh, my gosh. It's like, mm. and, and and when you start to see it mainstream, you know, then it's like, there you have it. There you have it. So last couple of things that I have is uh, the, uh, this, this is the things that make it up. Hmm. So there's a company that serves sandwiches. And it's sort of like Red October, the subway. Uh, you figure out the name of the company. Study shows tuna DNA. They're unable to identify the fish species. Yeah, I was checking that out too. And then somebody made a comment to me last night because we, we were talking about that, that apparently when you cook fish, the DNA gets changed somehow. But I don't know. I, I just have this feeling like there's something way more to this story. And so what are they putting in their food and how could it be impacting us? Correct. So, so we've been seeing stuff now that's happening, like they're putting magnets, magnets in food, not that company, but that's, that's come out, you know, different other stuff that's coming out. So there's a lot of things. So things that make you like, hmm, maybe I need to pay attention here. What I, when, I, when I read it, I just felt there was a sinister demonic tie-in is what I felt. And I, again, is when you start diving into these things, you start saying, okay, God, show me the direction. Give me the discernment. Give me the wisdom. And uh, when you start to do that, God will start to reveal things that maybe you didn't see before or we just took for granted. And I know that happens every single day of my life. And it just continues like, oh, my gosh, why didn't I see that? Why didn't I see that? Why didn't I see that? And, uh, you know, we'll never see it all. But together we can. And that's why we're doing this show. Um, that's pretty much it for me. Other than that, um, I know you talked about this last week. Russia going by Hawaii <laughs> in, their, in their ships. Yeah. Uh, there's some still, that's something strange. Uh, which is to me things that make you go yeah there's my hand just want to show you my hand that's my thank you headset falls out i think it's time to bring on our guest i think so too. so when i drop off i wasn't rapping yet <laughs> i gotta go catch another plane all right, I'll man. Be hey, back next week. We love you, bro. All right, we'll see you later. Thank you, but I'm not leaving yet. I know. I'm, just, I'm, making sure, I'm making sure I'm. I'm not kicking you off. You can kick yourself dude, off. Dude, why are you trying to throw me off? Oh my goodness. All right. Hey, without further ado, thank you so much for everyone joining us from Nigeria and those who'll be watching later because I know it's kind of late over there for everybody. Uh, we want to introduce and bring on to the show our broadcast. Uh, a new friend. We just met him last week, and he has been watching us for a little while, encouraged by the message we have to share, and we want to bring him right now. So, Pastor Uche, welcome to the End Times Chat. Can you hear us okay? 
Thank you, Dan. Thank you, GJ. GJ, how are you doing? I'm doing great, brother. It's great to see you. And uh, it is such a small world. It's such a small world. <laughs> Only that you're about to abandon us. You want to leave me and Dan? I love this guy. <laughs> I'm not leaving yet because I'm afraid you're going to take over and I'm, I'm going to be replaced. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are together. <laughs> oh man! Well, Pastor Uche, why don't you uh, why don't you tell us what do you do in Nigeria? What's what's your what's your main role? What is the Lord calling you to do? Just introduce yourself to all of our our viewers. All right, my name is Uche. I'm uh, Ohaka, uh, popularly called UC U and C UC. Um, first, I regard myself. Uh, in line of in the line of priority as first uh, preacher of the gospel, um, it gives me joy to share God's word. Um, some people call it evangelist. Well, it's okay. I preach in churches, ministries, schools, communities. So that's the first. Secondly, um, I have a mandate, and I shepherd an interdenominational ministry called the Aflame Family. The Aflame Family. Nigeria. Um, actually, this October will mark 20 years of the ministry. Oh, wow. Yeah, in 2001, God gave me a vision to gather people from different denominations, Methodist, Anglican, uh, Presbyterian, Catholic, Pentecostals, Charismatics, and all that, as long as you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. And so we took off, and by the grace of God, we've been doing incredibly well over the years. By this October, we'll be celebrating our 20th anniversary. So I shepherd the ministry. And then also, I'm a media consultant. Um, I'm a radio person. And that was actually how we met at um, Grapevine, because I was part of... I've been part of NRB for three times now. I was in NRB in 2017. Um, I was in NRB in 2019. And then this year, three times. So I'm a radio consultant, a media consultant. And by the grace of God, um, we have a touch of reaching out to people via radio broadcast with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Thank you. That's fantastic. Well, I am. Uh, I, I love meeting you. And just hearing your story a little bit when we met, and especially now, there's no doubt that JJ and I and you were kindred spirits because we believe that God's kingdom is bigger than just one denomination. It is a world full of people that can say, I believe that Jesus is the Son of God, came to die on the cross, rose again, and now sits with the Father, making intercession for us. So I love the fact that you have that message, brother. So glad to have you on with us. Thank you. And um, so here's the deal. You have, you travel quite a bit, as you mentioned, internationally. And uh, there, there's a lot of people in the airport now, isn't there? <laughs> there's a lot more people in the airport. And I'm also not wearing, that's all I'm going to say. Uh, gotcha. Okay. Where, where, where I'm at. Where I'm at. I am wearing it when I walk. Um, when you walk. Yeah. So I'm before I jump off here, I just want to say it just it, it's amazing how God's moving. Who would have thought that when two guys started this, where it would go? Now we got people following us, listening to us in Nigeria. And then one of our one of our one of our um, 
viewers ends up being in Dallas, right next to us. Who would have thought? And then a week later, on our show. So it's pretty amazing. It is. So I'm going to take off. You guys got it under control. You see, you're the best. God bless you. I look forward to working with you. And uh, Dan, you're the boss. It's the Dan, it's the Dan show now. Yeah, uh, still GJ and Dan. You're just it's taking it It's the Dan and the UC show. Thank you guys. Bye. All right. So, safe trip. God bless you. Thank you. So, uh, so, you, so we're going to call you UC then, right? That's where we're going to. Yes, I enjoy to hear people call me UC. I like okay. it. All right. That's what we're going to do. We're friends now. That's the way it's going to be. We're going to be in heaven together. So, I want to make sure I call you by that name until we get to heaven when Jesus says he'll give us a new name which I can't yeah. look at. I'm really looking forward to what that's going to be. Yeah. So actually somebody just popped in here named Promise. Is is that, the, what are the names of your kids again? Because you told me last week, but what are the names of your children? Um, my first daughter is Salvation. She's Love seven. Uh, my second daughter is Gospel. She's um, She'll be five years by next month. My third daughter is Miracle. She's three years. And our last boy is 10-month-old Praise. Praise, Praise God. You know what? There's, I, I just love the fact. And, and here's, the, here's the thing. I love, uh, I love to meet people from Nigeria. So I'm so honored that you're here. But the, your names that you choose in the Christian faith, which, I mean, not just Christian faith, but in a relationship with Jesus, they are so telling about speaking that name over your children. I'm a big proponent of that. As a matter of fact, every baby dedication, every marriage I perform, every funeral I do, I also take their name, first, middle, and last, or however many, many names they have. I do a name etymology, pronounce a blessing over them based on the name that they were given at first. And um, so I just love that. Anyway, let's get right to this because we only have about uh, 15 to 20 minutes left. And I want to make sure I give you enough time to share some of the things that you're experiencing. But let me set it up like this, okay, Usi? So in your ministry, in your travels, you travel quite a bit from what it sounds like, especially with international ministry and a flame. Uh, you said you called it a flame family international. Yeah. Uh, by the way, if there is a link to that, uh, send it to me. I will pop that in the chat so that people can actually go there and check that out. Okay. All right. I'll shoot, do that. shoot that to me over text. But um, here's what I want to know. In all your travels, all the ministry, 20 years in this October of an anniversary of preaching the gospel, what are you now seeing in the last couple of years, last year, last six months, that uh, shows us that we're nearing the return of Jesus? What is? What have you been seeing? What have you been noticing? All right. Um, I, I will like to take it from two different angles, but all of them will be based on Matthew chapter number 24. Um, what I read from verses 3 through 14, Matthew 24, 3 to 14. Now I'll talk about first the world signs that I've noticed, and then I'll talk about what I call the church signs, uh, and maybe leave out the last, which would, be, would have been uh, the Jewish signs. Now from Matthew, uh, from the third verse of Matthew 3 to 14, um, there is a lineup of some signs um, in the cosmos, in the world, that show clearly that the return of Jesus is at hand, that we are living in the end times. The first one is 
that God's word says that iniquity shall abound. Sin will multiply. That's what it means. And believe me, Dan, I doubt from my study of history if there is any dispensation or generation that has been deep into iniquity like this generation. Very terrible generation, more than our forefathers. Now, um, I, I, I was studying and I discovered that there was a time here in America where I'm now, I'm in Houston now, Texas, there, there was a time in America that those who were um, doing uh, involved in same sex were actually graded as being having mental disorder mm -hmm. in history. But presently, as we speak, it has not just graduated from mental disorder, normal life. It is now so official that you know the history more than me, that um, the Supreme Court has actually approved that people, men can marry men, women can marry women. And this might not sound politically correct, and I'm sorry to say that, but as long as the word of God is concerned, it has no basis in God's word. Iniquity will abound. And many countries, you know, whatever happens in America, kudos to America in terms of positivism. America is a great nation. Whatever happens to America has a way of spiraling into other nations of the world. And as soon as Supreme Court passed that, many countries, especially countries that either respect America, um, depend on America, they began to follow suit. And what was uh, regarded as a mental uh, disorder some time ago is now an official lifestyle that is permitted. And if you're not okay with it and you don't wear them, someone might take you to court. Mm -hmm. You will discover that all around different nations in Africa uh, and different parts of Africa, including Nigeria, in America, all parts of the world, there is godlessness. People do not have the fear of God in them again. So... Um, is a sign, according to Matthew 24, that um, the iniquity shall abound. Also, in verse 7 of that, of that Matthew 24, the Bible said, there will be famine, pestilence, and earthquake. And then here is this. I, I picked up my dictionary to check up pestilence, according to God's word, the Bible. Now, dictionary defined pestilence as contagious and infectious epidemic disease. Contagious and infectious epidemic disease. And I believe strongly that we are on top of the heat of it, the peak of it with this pandemic, the coronavirus. Yes. And what sign again are we looking for? Matthew 24, 7 says, there will be pestilence. And pestilence means contagious, infectious. So, and that's exactly what we're having now. Maybe the height of it before the return of the master. So we are witnessing it all over the world. And then God's word also says that nation will rise against nation. And um, um, uh, GJ, and of course you, you guys ran through how the threat from Russia, or the warning, whatever one can call it, the warning from China, I'm a student of history too, and the warning from Iraq, all the threats from those countries, at least majorly, um, Russia, China, Iran, and then maybe other nations of the world. So the Bible talks about wars and rumors of wars, and those ones belong to that category of rumors of wars saying, hey, 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 America, if you don't take care, we will strike, we'll do this. And so it's not just like that also. Down home in Africa, you can see that it is just ravaging our nation, including my nation, Nigeria. I'll come to that when you will ask me uh, some questions about Nigeria. So at some point, um, one tribe against the other tribe, um, government against the citizens, um, one uh, uh, ethnic group uh, seeking for 
for either justice or to become a different nation and all those fightings. And then God's word also in that verse 12 of Matthew 24 says that lawlessness will increase. Mm -hmm. And the news has it all over. Western news, um, African news, all over about restlessness, unrest, civil unrest in almost every part of the world now. Protest by either the citizens against the government or whatever. And at, at some point last year, we had a height of it and we called it the NSARS in Nigeria. NSARS. And that was when the citizens of Nigeria protested against police brutality. And I, it was it was like a horror film, a horror movie. Yeah. So, so terrible. Until now, people are still protesting. Last week in our capital, Abuja, um, the capital of Nigeria, it's Abuja. In our capital, um, the citizens blocked the road leading to inter the international airport, protesting against the president. Some weeks ago, the president traveled to London for medical treatment. The citizens of Nigeria in London protested against him. Unrest everywhere, even down here in America, everywhere. People taking laws into their hands. The Bible said lawlessness shall increase in every part of the world. And then another sign I noticed as I travel um, that I categorize as church signs. The first category was world signs, W-O-R-L-D, the world. Now, for church signs, also in that same Matthew chapter 24, the Bible said that uh, there shall be increase in apostasy, rise in false prophets. And I'm not sure how many that um, are in America, because I don't live here, I just visit, but way back in Africa, um, I avoid judging people because I'm not the God, the Lord that called anyone. Uh, but I mean, there are clear signs for you to know that some people do not actually belong to Jesus and they are there prophesying in the name of the Lord. And well, I don't call they're, they're, they're what they're doing prophesying. I'll give you a new word that you add to your dictionary. They are not prophesying. They are prophesying. Wow. Okay. I'm going to type that into the chat. I like that. <laughs> 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 they are not prophesying, they are prophesying. A good number of them are using all manner of means, charms, all manner of stuff. In Ghana, in Nigeria, in Southern Africa, you will meet people who, from all indications, they are not genuine. And that's exactly what Jesus said, that when you see these signs, he said false prophets will arise. What again are we waiting for? God's, God's word also said in that Matthew 24 that the love of many shall was cold, and that's lukewarmness in the church. And believe you me, we are having a church that has the form of godliness but denies the power thereof. In all parts of the world, it's not particular to any, any nation or any country. You will discover that in many parts of the world, believers who should stand for the gospel, stand for Jesus, be bold to proclaim the gospel, the number of those who are standing for the Lord is actually decreasing, especially in the face of persecutions. And then shortly before I wrap that up, the Bible said also said that you shall be persecuted. And you may not have that report so much right here in the United States, but um, Dan, I'm sure you are uh, in tune with current affairs that there are places that you don't go with the Bible. You don't enter the nation with the Bible. There are places you can't establish a church. There are places you can't preach the gospel openly on the streets. In my own nation, in some parts of Nigeria, in the northern part of Nigeria, predominantly the Muslim area, you may not be able to preach openly on the streets. And those who give their lives to Christ are so persecuted, killed, massacred, and dealt with just because of the gospel. And Jesus said, 
These are the signs that when you see them, you know you are living in the end time, that you shall be killed because of me. And the Bible also said that um, the gospel shall be taken to all nations of the world. And presently, there is a very great effort in worldwide evangelism. So I agree and I believe strongly that we're living in the end of the end times. You know, it's, there's a couple of pieces of news that I wasn't able to get to, and you kind of alluded to them. <clears throat> Excuse me. And one of the ones was the uh, the homosexuality, which is what you just referenced. And Sesame Street, and I'm not sure if a lot of your viewers know what Sesame Street might be, but across the world, in the United States, there's a show called Sesame Street. It's been on the public broadcasting network for years, um, 40, 50 years. They just started a family, I'm going to put it in air quotes, where the child has two dads. And this is Sesame Street. So now it's it's infiltrated. There's many other things that have happened with Sesame Street over the last couple of years, but this is a brand new thing that just came out this past year. And so that talks to that. And then you talk about pestilences. And now the whole world is now talking about, and I have to be careful here of what I say because I don't want to get booted off of Facebook, but I'll just say the word Delta for anyone that can look it up. And it's a, it's a new variant of what this pandemic has shown in the last year and a half. So it's another fear factor that's being put into place for people that are getting sick and the control from the government, which we know in the end times, right, brother, it's going to be a one, it's moving towards a one world government, which will be led under the Antichrist. And so that's what we are alerting everyone to on this planet and this world and the people that are listening to us. That we are in the end, in the end. I love how you put that. Um, uh, so there's there's so many other things we could talk about, but let me just ask you this question, okay? You are you've got this amazing ministry. I can see that those that are now joining us on the broad, uh, broadcast are sharing with us um, the fact that they love they love you. They love uh, the Flame Family Ministry, International Ministries, and how can we pray for you? What is it specifically that you're up against that if believers around the world would hear this broadcast and then lift you up in prayer and the ministry, what is it that you want the Lord to overcome, the stronghold that you're trying to overcome right now? All right. Um, thank you, Dan. And we will appreciate that so much because we believe in the power of prayers. We believe that when we entreat the Lord, we believe that when we talk to God, we talk to heaven, um, he will hear us and things will move uh, to our favor. First, um, let's begin on uh, with how you can, anyone can pray for Nigeria. For me, I believe strongly that one of the best prayers to make for Nigeria is to pray for the leadership of Nigeria to do the right thing. Nigeria is a blessed nation. I'm proud to be a Nigerian. Nigeria is blessed with human resources all over the world, people who are doing well in all spheres, many of them come from Nigeria. We are blessed with natural resources, oil and what have you, but we need a leadership that can harness this and make Nigeria better. We need to pray for the leadership of Nigeria to address injustice, injustice going on in the country against the South, against Christians. You wouldn't believe the kind of appointments some governments make in Nigeria where all the persons that are appointed to positions are from a particular tribe and a particular religion as against Christianity. We need to pray that the Nigerian leadership will wake up and do the right thing. We need to pray that God will touch the Nigerian leadership 
to arrest the killing of innocent citizens, especially by the headsmen. In almost every part of Nigeria, we have this group, set of uh, persons who move about, killing people. And the nation, I believe that if the nation, the leadership of Nigeria, uh, intend to arrest that situation, they can. I mean, they control the military, they control the police, they control the, 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 the whatever, all the, all the security forces are under them. You can arrest this. You can stop this. And so the, the leadership must rise up and do something. You've heard of, about Boko Haram, the Islamic uh, militant group. Mm -hmm. I believe strongly that if the leadership of the nation would want an end to it, they can do it. Instead, it looks like in some parts of the, 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 uh, uh, the nation or in some states, they're having a free hand. They have territories that they have conquered and taken over in broad daylight. The leadership of Nigeria must rise and do something. They must rise and restore the economy. The economy is becoming worse and worse, growing from bad to worse every day. Things are getting bad. The cost of living is getting so high. The ordinary person on the street, the average Nigerian, may not be able to buy something to eat very soon if God does not intervene. Salaries are not paid in some states. Governors will not pay salaries in some states. People will work for two months, three months, four months, five months, six months, and more without receiving their salaries. And yet mm -hmm. someone will not resign. Someone is in charge of the state. The resources are there. People are only corrupt, taking money that belongs to the general public for themselves. So I believe that the leadership of Nigeria should be prayed for so that God will touch them to do the right thing. And if they do, I believe so strongly that that nation called the giant of Africa can be the best anyone would desire to be in. And then also pray for believers in Nigeria. First, that God will make us stronger and stronger in the face of these challenges. Because there is this fear. Some people will be in churches in some parts of the uh, country, worshiping, clapping their hands, serving the Lord, and they will be surrounded by Islamic militants who will burn them and burn the church, mm -hmm. killing the pastors and the members. Wow. So um, it can send, if, if a church is burnt here now, the other church, maybe by next Sunday, they may not open to worship because of fear. So we, meet, we, we need this prayer for uh, boldness. And in the midst of that, for God's protection. I also believe in angelic protection, that God will arise. And anyone that wants to fight against the church in Nigeria, that the judgment of God will rise against such person. So pray for us for boldness, pray for us for God's protection, pray for pastors, pray for churches, pray for believers, and pray for Nigerians that God, Jesus, will reign in the nation of Nigeria. Oh, man, that is so powerful, Ursi. Uh, and I'm telling you, I've been reading through the Bible this year, and Gigi and I, we read through the Bible every year. And every single time I read through the Bible, I always find something else that I'm like, God, thank you so much for this moment, for this time, for my being able to read this. And so every time I see the nation of Israel throughout all of history that walks away from and willingly goes against God's promise and God's plan and his purpose or his commands, that the nation begins to fall and fail. And so I used to, here's, here's something I used to think, and I'm just going to throw this out there to all of our viewers, those that are watching from Nigeria. I used to think that in church, and I'm making this confession right now because God's literally been changing my heart over the last 10 years about this, that in church, oh, we know we need to live peaceably with everyone. We need to just, 
uh, not make any waves because that's what that's what that's what Paul meant. Well, I now believe and totally understand that that was never what Paul meant when he said that. As a matter of fact, Paul actually, the Apostle Paul, he would go and he would speak to governors, emperors. He would be imprisoned and then he would speak out and say, no, this is what the word of the Lord says. And then look at the prophet Elijah. The prophet Elijah went up against hundreds of Baal priests and went up against the king and the queen of Israel during that time frame. And he spoke out against that. And he, uh, then he, after that major victory, the queen decides she wants to go after him and kill him. And he runs away afraid in fear. So I stand with you, my brother. I stand with the people and the believers in Nigeria with you. And I know you just say the same. And not only that, I'm going to say I kneel with you because we need to take this to prayer. We need to take this to our Father in heaven. And here's the thing. What you're saying right now is actually a lot of what we're starting to experience even more so here in this country as well. Like the prices of things have gone sky high. It's There's this separation that's happening with those that are in the elite areas, and the elite areas of government, and those that are the workers and the labor force of this country. And they're having a very difficult time. So uh, I'm not saying it's anything like what Nigeria is going through. I'm just saying that you can see how that's spilling out now into many other areas of the world. So, um, but I'm just, my heart is with you. I'm so, so glad that we had an opportunity to meet at the NRB convention. And here's what I want to do. I'm not, I'll say a few words to say goodbye at the end, but we always give our, our viewers an opportunity to accept Jesus. And I would like you, if you would, to lead us in that prayer and invite people to receive Jesus into their heart. It's my pleasure. And um, if you're watching this right now, or you are going to watch later, but you can see us, you can hear um, this voice. Jesus is calling you today and you can make peace with him. If you don't have a personal relationship with God, this is the time to do so. If you wouldn't mind, right there in the comfort of your room, on the road, in the office, wherever you are, um, please bow your head in prayer and we will pray for you. If it is your decision to give your life to Jesus, to surrender to him, the Lordship of Jesus over your life, can you say after me, Lord Jesus, I come unto you today. I know I am a sinner, but I ask for your mercy. Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and my personal Savior. Thank you for saving me. Mm -hmm. Remove my name from the book of death and write my name in the book of life. Give me the grace to serve you till the end of my life. Thank you for saving me. Now, if you have prayed a prayer, I'd like to pray with you. Father, we bless your name for those who pray this prayer sincerely from their hearts. And we ask, oh God, for grace to them that believe, to them that give their lives to Christ. You give them the power to become. Lord, let these ones who prayed this prayer today, those who have received Jesus into their lives, receive that grace to follow you till the end of their lives. Thank you for this miracle of salvation. And it shall be permanent in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. 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 Well, on behalf of uh, GJ and myself, Lucy, we are so we are so honored to meet you. We're so honored that you're on with us today. I don't think this is going to be the last time we're going to have you on. Something tells me we're going to have you on a couple more times in the coming months. It's and my pleasure. Oh, I'm so glad you say that because I'm. It's now recorded, and we have we have the promise. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 uh, Dan, uh, one of these days, as God permits, as we discussed off the uh, of the uh, studio, uh, 
um, would like to have you come around visit Nigeria. You know what? I'm praying the Lord's will what happened there, and I know He'll open the door when the time is right. Yeah. But even even still, if there's any other way we can connect, even when you're in Nigeria and we are here in the states, whether it's technology or whatever, we would love to make that happen as well. So, yeah, uh, definitely. Um, in our program in the Aflame family, we'll um, find out how you will come on board to join us online. Um, this is good, uh, Streamyard or Zoom whichever, and talk to my people and be a blessing to us. It would be a great honor. It would be a great honor. Well, uh, well, on behalf of all of us, everyone out there viewing us and will be watching it this coming week, we love you. We appreciate you. We want you to know, Jesus said, when you see these signs we've been talking about, look up because your redemption is trying there. The time has come for us to wake up and to share the gospel with everyone. So God bless you. We will see you next week. And Lucy, don't go, don't get off yet. You and I are going to chat for a couple minutes after, but uh, if you would say goodbye to everyone and we'll see them next week. Thank you for tuning in to End Times Chat with GJ and Dan. If you decided to follow Christ, email us at endtimeschat at gmail.com. We would love to hear your story. Tune in next time for more. And don't forget to pray, prepare, protect, proclaim, Pray again, persist, persevere, and pass it on. God bless. We'll see you next time.